friend. Welcome back to another episode of the More Than a Mother podcast. I am your host, LaJuan Moses, and I am back with you again. So this week, we are going to talk about forgiveness and the important role that forgiveness plays in healing. I know I missed last week. I apologize, but life was really life in last week. And I'm not one to really pick up a camera when I'm in the midst of things. I mean, I know that there are people that can do that, but last week was a very rough week for me and a very emotional week. And my emotions were just kind of too raw to really put together any type of content for you, to deliver any type of message to you, to uplift, encourage, or even share what I was going through, it was just too fresh and too raw. And the last thing that I'm really thinking about is, oh, I need to record and get something out when I'm going through things. Now, I know there are people that can pick up a camera. They cry. They can cry on camera. There's no judgment or anything here, but that is just not me. I am not one that can do that when I am fresh in my emotions. But here I am this week showing up, ready to chat with you and continuing on this journey to healing. I really hope that you are enjoying this series so far. The messages, the encouragement that I have been receiving along the way is letting me know that this is not in vain and it's serving a purpose. It's reaching the people it's supposed to reach. And by that, I am encouraged because every time I get on any of my platforms, it's really my goal to not only share what I have been going through, share things that I'm learning, but also uplift educate and empower you along the way. I mean, I know we talk a lot about healing, different steps to healing, things you may need to do to heal. And I've talked about taking accountability, working free of the victim mentality, and that fixed mindset so we can move towards a growth mindset. But I think one area that is not tapped into a lot when we talk about healing is the power and the freedom in forgiveness. There is a tremendous freedom and power when it comes to practicing forgiveness. Now, when I say this and when I talk about forgiveness, I'm not talking about forgetting because a lot of times we are not going to forget. That's Let's just be honest. We're not going to forget experience we had, things that happened to us, things people may have done to us, things we have gone through. So just because we can't forget them, that doesn't mean that we can't forgive them so that we can move forward and move to our next level and break free from this cycle that we are in. So I talk about this in my book, Rising Above Statistics, How to Overcome Obstacles and Achieve Success Against All Odds. I have a whole chapter devoted to forgiveness, just some steps that I took along my journey, things that I share with you that have really helped me move forward in certain situations in my life. And believe it or not, it's amazing how this book has kind of come full circle. I wrote it five years ago in the place that I was in then. And it was really about empowering moms, encouraging moms. But I always said that these skills were transferable to many areas of life. So what you know, here I am now, five years later, referring to my own book to help me through the things that I'm going through right now. I think the first important part when we talk about forgiveness is to realize that forgiveness is not for the other person. Forgiveness is you. Now, back when I started on this journey, I went through this whole process of going from kind of like bitter to blessed, wrote a book about it, never put the book out. But now that everything is coming full circle, I may have to go back, dig this book up. 
modify it some and put it out again because it feels so perfect for right now. But when we think about forgiveness, and I remember hearing a while back that I think that when you're holding on to like unforgiveness or not forgiving people, it's like you're drinking poison and expecting somebody else to die. That is what happens when we don't forgive people. But along with that, when we continue to carry things that have happened to us, we kind of start to develop these bitter roots. And we develop these roots of bitterness. And with these roots of bitterness, what happens is they start to kind of dictate, show themselves in all areas of our life and things that we are doing in life. They start to show up and we operate in these bitter roots. I had to go and pull up that book that I was talking about because I really dove deep in this book about what exactly is bitterness. Because some people are like, what is bitterness? What is it? I hear you saying that you could become bitter, you could get some bitter roots, but what exactly is that? And the thing is, a lot of us are bitter and don't even know it because it's not something we talk about. We talk about unforgiveness, we talk about resentment, talk about hurt and pain. But we don't acknowledge that a lot of these things can make us bitter. And of course, I have what exactly bitterness means coming straight from the dictionary. And it's the act of having or showing deep-seated resentment. And it further defines bitterness as experiencing something difficult to endure, something that is not pleasing to the mind or the senses. So basically, in common language, that is just your unresolved trauma, your unresolved grief. Your unresolved pain that you carry around, that baggage that we've talked about in previous episodes, that baggage that we carry around really helps us develop these roots of bitterness. And we walk around with this pain, we walk around with this resentment, we walk around with all of this unresolved stuff inside of us for so long that it becomes these deep roots of bitterness. And in the book, I describe it as looking at a tree. When a tree starts, it's planted. But then as it grows, those roots get deeper and deeper inside and they are just really implanted in that ground. And when it comes to digging up a tree, like they have to get the excavator. This is what I learned about the excavator back in 2013 when I put this, this was a sermon at one time, turned into a book that had never been released, but they have to get an excavator, the big old construction machine to dig up this tree. And that is really kind of what we have to do with the bitterness that is inside of us is really get this excavator and start to dig up this pain, dig up this trauma, dig up this grief, dig up this resentment so that we can start to be free of the bitterness. But the thing is, when we get to that point where we have to start to dig up, and now you can pr probably pretty much call it like the shadow work. Talking about doing the shadow work, that's exactly what it reminds me of. You're getting into the shadows. You're digging it all up. But the thing is, when we get into all of that, it's a scary place to be. Nobody, we've buried it for so long that we don't want to go back and touch that. We don't want to go back and feel that because we remember how painful it is. We remember what the experience was. So we continue to carry it around. But I realized on this journey to healing that you have to dig up all that baggage as we talked about in previous episodes dig up those bitter roots and then when you dig them up start to name them or as we talked about shadow work all the same thing all these words can be exchanged for each other talk about digging up the shadows and when you dig it up you're able to identify it put a name to it and then you can start to heal then you can start to forgive because in order to heal those areas 
you're going to have to forgive. And forgiveness is hard because many times as we're doing this for us, we're not going to get that apology from the other person. They're not going to come to you and say, I'm sorry this happened. I'm sorry this is what we experienced. I'm sorry I did this to you. But you have to dig up that power on the inside to be able to say, I'm going to forgive even without that apology. Because when you're able to identify it, when you're able to label it, when you're able to say, I forgive you, even without an apology, there's like this load taken off of your back because you're releasing it. You're no longer holding on to it. You're letting it go. And if we're going to heal, if we're going to get to the next level, if we're going to break free of this fixed mindset, then we have to start forgiving because forgiveness is going to help you break a lot of those mental barriers, mental strongholds, whatever it is inside of you. Forgiveness is going to allow some of those things to start to break. Then along those same lines of kind of forgiving others and digging up that stuff that all those things that you have buried inside and going through the process of forgiving others, you have to learn to forgive yourself and then also seek forgiveness for the things that you may have done to others. And that, if you thought forgiving others was hard for things they did to you, and you perhaps not get an apology to that, when it comes to self-forgiveness or having to humble yourself to the point where you need to seek forgiveness from others, that is a whole new challenge. Very challenging, and I can tell you because I have been experiencing that. Because bitterness, not only is it developing like these roots in you of because of the things that people have done to you, you can also become bitter and a a lot of times the source of your bitterness is perhaps because of things that have happened in your life, things that you may have done, experiences that you may have had, actions that you may have taken that you haven't forgiven yourself for. And I feel like self-forgiveness is very powerful and failing to forgive ourselves holds us bound more than perhaps forgiving others because our mental space is a very hard place to be. And I can just speak from personal experience. I feel like when other people kind of do things to us, yes, we bury them, we pack them in, we pack them down, kind of put them to the back of our mind, they become that unresolved trauma, that unresolved grief, whatever it is that we are carrying. But when we do things, perhaps, we continue to think about them. We continue to beat ourselves up about them. We continue to criticize ourselves about them. So a lot of times that forgiving of self is more important than forgiving others. They both need to be done because you cannot walk around with this bitterness and being this spirit of unforgiveness. But I'm telling you, if you can only handle one thing for right now, think about forgiving yourself and then also seeking forgiveness from others. Because I feel like the actions that we take, because we can only control our own actions, our own emotions, the things that we do. So I feel like the actions that we take as people, the things that we may do to people, things we may do to ourselves, they continue to play in our mind because those are things that we kind of had control over. Those are things that we can replay and say, well, hey, maybe if I didn't do this, then this wouldn't have happened. Maybe if I didn't react this way, then that would have happened. Maybe if I made a different choice in this situation, then things would be different right now. So we can continue to replay those scenarios in our head because to some degree we had some level of control with the way that those situations played out. So when perhaps they do not play out in a favorable way for us, we're able to beat ourselves up more, be our own worst critics 
because we can think about it. And we can constantly replay it in our head or maybe doing it different. Oh, I should have did this. Oh, I should have did that. But what if I did this? But what if I did that? But it comes to a point when you got to let it go. You cannot keep beating yourself up over your past choices, your past mistakes. You cannot keep replaying these scenarios in your head. You cannot keep going with the woulda, coulda, shouldas. What if I did this? You cannot keep going with that because you're going to stay in this toxic loop and you're going to drive yourself crazy. And trust me, I know from experience that loop is no place you want to be in. And to finally be in a place where I'm breaking free from that loop, especially when I thought I had done so a while ago. But as I said, this was the year of me. So God revealed to me, oh, no, there's still some areas you need to tap into. And it was really like one of those things where I just felt like I was being broken, if I'm being completely honest with you. These first few months of 2023, I feel like I was being broken. But then that song by Tasha Cobbs came on, Gracefully Broken. And I feel like God had to gracefully break me so that I can get to my next level. Because I had covered up so much stuff. Because I didn't see so many things, because I had blinders on when it came to certain situations, I was going to take that mess into my next level. And as they say, God doesn't bless mess. And I had the blinders on. I couldn't see it that he had to break my hard headed behind down. He had to break it down so that I had no choice but to see it. God's always going to get your attention one way or another. And if you're more hard headed like I am. Sometimes it takes extreme measures to get that attention. He'll throw those subtle cues here and there. And those of us that's not hard-headed, we're going to pick up, y'all going to pick up right away. But sometimes people like me, we're a little stubborn, a little hard-headed. It takes some extreme things. And in this year of me that I said in January, though this is the year of me, I was like, okay, you want to be your best self in all areas and show up as your best self. I'm going to show you the parts that was weak, the parts that you was covering up, the parts that you were too prideful to address, the parts you had blinders on, the parts that you weren't trying to deal with. I'm about to show them to you right now, and we're going to deal with them. You wanted to be the year you, you wanted to be the year me, so you better get ready to do this work. And little did I know that this work was going to be coming in this way that I was going to experience the things that I was experiencing. But as that Tasha Cobb song says, gracefully broken. I was gracefully broken, then pouring out my heart to him because he was the one. He is the one that can start to heal, start to mend on this journey to healing. Whatever your faith source is, whoever your God is, whatever belief system you have, that is what you need to lean into in these times when you feel broken, in the times where you're about to start to deal with forgiving so that you can heal. You have to lean into that faith source because without it, I couldn't even imagine without it. So I can't even tell you what would happen without it because that's all that I know. It's power in being connected to your source, whether it's God, the universe, Allah, whatever you want to call it. There is so much power in being connected to the source. The source I'm connected to is God. There is power in God, power in the name of Jesus. It says break every chain. That was something I heard in church this past week. Chains are being broken. Healing is happening. Deliverance is happening. But it took the step of having to be broken to a place where things were wide open, feeling exposed. And then I had to start to forgive, forgive myself, forgive others, recognize my part that I played in situations, take some accountability, 
own my mess, own my stuff, own the parts that I played in situation and stop being the victim. When you do that, you feel empowered. Your healing journey feels like it is pushing along because you get to the place where, yes, this is a journey, but I can feel that things are actively changing. I'm actively healing. I'm actively going. And that was a whole tangent on that's nothing but God because that was not anything I was planning on saying. But I feel like it was so important. But getting back to, I believe I was talking about self-forgiveness and forgiving others, getting back to that place of self-forgiveness. When you forgive yourself, you can stop that tape from playing in your head because you're taking accountability. You're owning it. You're standing up and saying, okay, I was wrong in that situation. I'm going to do better the next day. I recognize my faults. And that's another part. A lot of times us hard-headed, strong-willed people don't want to recognize our faults because we feel that it's a shameful thing or something. But everybody has faults. And when you're able to recognize those faults, forgive yourself for those faults, know that your faults exist and it is okay, you find that freedom. You start to forgive. The more you forgive, you start to heal. And then when it comes to seeking forgiveness from others, let's touch on that real quick. That is a humbling experience. Some people need that apology or they don't need it. You need to do it for yourself to get it out. Don't expect anything in return. I feel a lot of times when we apologize to people for things, especially in the middle of arguments, in the midst of heightened situations, we apologize and we expect that person to say something. But no, when it comes to forgiveness, when it comes to repenting to God, seeking forgiveness from God and then seeking it from others. And I think that's something I forgot to mention. And when it comes to forgiveness, and especially with the self-forgiveness, seeking forgiveness from others, first you got to start with your source. First you got to go to God, repent to him, seek forgiveness from him, and then you can forgive in the human form and seek forgiveness from others. If you're not in a place where you want to talk to that person or you're talking to that person, you don't have to talk to that person to seek forgiveness. There are ways to do this. In my book, Rising Above Statistics, I talk about writing forgiveness letters. So you write a letter to the person, especially when it comes to seeking forgiveness from others, write a letter to the person apologizing to them. It's up to you if you want to send it to them. If you have their email, Instagram, whatever, or if you still send mail, you can do that. It's up to you if you send it. But then you say, make sure you say in that letter, I'm not sending this to get a response from you. I'm not sending this for you to say, you forgive me. This is something I have to do for me. I hope that you forgive me. You don't have to respond to this, but it was something I needed to say because then that takes that pressure off that person from feeling like they may have to accept your apology if they're not in a place to do so or if it's something that they have already kind of dealt with. So when you send these letters, if you decide to, you when you're doing these apologies, it's not from a seek, it's not from a, I guess, seeking place of getting something in return. No, it's just you getting it out to be free from whatever that tape was you were playing in your head. You write it down on a letter. You can burn the letter, fold it up, rip it up, whatever you want to do with it. You do it. Write a letter to yourself, forgiving yourself for whatever areas in your life you need to forgive yourself for. And then when it comes to needing to forgive others, not seeking forgiveness, but needing to forgive others, You can write a letter to them and say, I forgive you for you doing X, Y, and Z to me. You don't have to mail it. You don't have to send it, but you're getting this all out. You're taking it from the internal where it has sat for however many years and ate away at you, played with your mind and your thoughts. You're taking it out of there, 
putting it on paper so that you can be free and released from it. You're giving it to God. You're surrendering. You're letting go. You're forgiving. There is so much freedom in forgiveness. We just have to be willing to touch those areas that hurt so much, those areas of deep pain so that we can forgive. So it might not be the first step that you take on the healing journey. As you see, this is I don't remember which episode it is, but it wasn't the very first episode I recorded in this Journey to Healing series. It's mixed up in the middle because we can't jump straight into forgiveness. We got to go through some other steps first. But forgiveness is an important step if you want to move to that next level. If you want to break free of that victim mentality, that fixed mindset, you have to forgive. And I feel like in the things that I experienced kind of last week, where my emotion was so raw and so fresh and different things were happening and different messages were coming in. They were messing with my mind and I was feeling so hopeless and tears, just a lot of different emotions that were happening at one time. I feel like it was to get me to the thing to realize, well, Juan, you got to forgive. You got to forgive yourself. You got to forgive others. You can't change the past. You can't change how you did things. You have to deal with it today. So you got to stop beating yourself up over if I would have did this, if I should have did this. Well, what if it's too late for this? It might be too late for that. You got to stop playing that tape in your head. Woo, look at me getting emotional. Woo, still kind of fresh. But you got to stop playing that tape in your head. You have to break free from it. And if you're going to do that, you have to forgive. And you also have to surrender and let go. And I feel like that'll be my episode for next week because that is a topic in itself surrendering and letting go that was something i had to do this past week at church could have went either way with these episodes but forgiveness stuck out to me the most today so that is what i went with we'll talk about that'll be next week's episode surrendering and letting go but i feel like all that i went through last week was to get me to the point over this week i'm like you have to forgive that's what it was all about and I was able to do some things, some practices, my own, as I just said, the letters, journaling, the shadow work that I've been doing, digging up those roots of bitterness and forgiving. And it's amazing because when we do these things and find that freedom, like things around us may not have changed. Things around you aren't going to change that fast. But the way that you see them, the outlook, the way that you feel inside immediately changes. I know when I had my encounter with God on Sunday, and that was a dynamic experience that happened, just giving it and surrendering. And I'll go more into that next week. But I felt like such a load had been lifted up from me and things had changed just like that. And then going into this week with the forgiveness and forgiving myself and stop playing certain tapes and scripts and getting it all out, seeking forgiveness, forgiving others, feel lighter and lighter. No things haven't miraculously gotten better or changed, but there's this lightness and load that has been lifted. I'm telling you, this journey to healing is hard. I ain't even gonna lie to you. It is hard. There are days you feel that you won't make it, but you will. And that is why I'm going through this process now with you so that you can see it live and in person. Now see, this some days may be harder than others, but it's a process. It's a journey. On this journey, we focus on important things. We control what we can control. We do our best. And if we can't do anything, then we may need to sit in emotions like I did last week. Just sit in those emotions for a while. Not run from them. Don't get stuck in them. But you sit in them and you process them. It's all a journey. And our journey to healing is going to continue. So wow, that was more powerful than I thought. That is nothing but God coming in and letting me know just different messages that I need to give, things that need to be said. I hope that you found this helpful. 
Hope that you've been given some tools to help you start to forgive. If you have any questions, any comments, anything you want me to talk about, be sure to hit me up on Instagram, on the YouTube video, drop a note in the comments. Stay connected. We are all on this journey together. We are going to get through this. Some days it may feel like we won't, but we are going to get through this. Our journey to healing continues. We are going to be our best selves. We are more than mothers. We are going to be able to show up as our best selves in all areas of life. And we are going to be healed and made whole.